0: This is the Planet
1: Rygate podcast.
0: Hello, welcome to episode, what are we? Episode six of the Planet Rygate podcast. I'm Peter Stewart. On the way today, relax, deep breaths, the changes of the clocks not too far away, which means that we've got those early nights. And also that kind of sense of hunkering down and not wanting to go out much and maybe a little bit of stress and that sad syndrome as well. Natasha is going to be with us in a bit to help us solve our mental health and relaxation problems. Also, Jess is here too. She's another of my guests this week on the Planet Rygate podcast, helping young people find their path in life. Yeah, Jess is somebody who's going to local schools and local communities and asking people if they've got a little bit of time to spare to help some young people who may just need a little bit more support, advice, advice. A mentoring and i caught up with her at the carrington school a short while ago we'll hear my chat with her in the not too distant future plus we have crack the code the planet Rygate stars we've got a whole load of stuff in the good time guide and also our news and weather report as well we've got our 60 second soundscape to end the day from nutfield all right here on the planet Rygate podcast
1: The Good Time Guide. Things to do and places to go on the Planet Rygate podcast.
0: So many things to tell you about this week because, of course, it is half-term week, so lots of things for you to get involved with, either yourself or with your family. First of all, let's start off with today, autism all-Stars Foundation. They're actually holding a Doctor Who Day today at the Belfry in Red Hill, of course. Uh, they say join us between ten and four to meet our Doctors, Daleks and K9 and interact with our TARDIS console. We'll also have a full-size TARDIS there, plus lots of stalls, a lucky dip, and much, much more as well. If you're looking for something cheap to do with the kids for Halloween, Hatchlands Primary School PTA running a self-led Halloween trail today. Tickets just £2.50. Pre-booking is essential. You can find all the details of their event if you go to Hatchlands Primary School PTA on Facebook. There's another Forces Fry-Up at the Garibaldi today at 10.30am, so hopefully you're listening to this before then. Pre-booking is essential. It's aimed at serving military personnel and veterans. It's intended to provide a, a benign social environment for those of similar backgrounds, as well as a gateway for help for those who need it as well. So if you can't make it this week, then you may want to check out and see how you can join them in another week. Tomorrow, Sunday, where you can join the Surrey Fun Run, starts at 10am at Rygate Hill Car Park. Well, you know where that is. Run, walk or jog a 10k route or a 5k route. Entry fee is £10, all proceeds to the NSPCC. So even if you're a bit late to actually join in one of the runs, perhaps you can go along there and support other people. And if you don't want to be involved and you don't want to support, well, perhaps stay well clear, because I should imagine that car park's going to be pretty busy. On Monday, last chance to become a lifeguard in 2023. Yeah, it's a Level 3 course which carries UCAS points and it's a five-day course running next week. And I've got an email for you and also a phone number in a few moments' time. Yeah, you can get a National Pool Lifeguard qualification So the Royal Alexandra and Albert School. And uh, the details, as promised, are 07734 671181 or Sam at Aquapups, aquapups.co.uk Sam at aquapups.co.uk Something else happening in half term is a little bit of filmmaking Moon Howlers it's called you can make a thriller movie at Rygate Parish School 23rd to the 25th of October 9am to 3pm Also, there's a Halloween fun-filled multi-sports camp happening at Reigate Priory School, ages 5 to 14, Boy, I've got an awful lot going on there. Football, tennis, gymnastics, dodgeball, archery, rugby, arts and crafts. Cricket, kickboxing, tie-dye fun, competitions, dress-up days, sports day fun and much more. So a short day is nine till half past three and that's £30. A long day is 8.30 to five and that's £45. More details, campmarshallx.co.uk or double seven two five. 908 439 that's 07725 908 439 so there's details there as I say not only is it at Rygate Priory School but also it's happening at Thursfield Primary School as well in Red Hill so pretty much the same things going on at each of those on Monday. On Tuesday the Surrey Hills Adventure Company have got something else for half term Then you can book your youngsters on the Woodland Adventure Days, available to all young adventurers aged 6 to 12. They've got activities galore, bushcraft skills, interesting natural scavenger hunts, a tasty campfire cooking and forest fun event, which they say will ignite their imagination and creativity, plus some seasonal pumpkin carving and Halloween laughs as well. It's on the 24th, 25th and 27th, between 10 and 4 at Buckland Park Lakes. It's £50 a day, so check out details on the Shack website if you are interested in that. Red Hill Library's got something going on on Tuesday between 2 and 3 and also Thursday between 10:30 and 11:30. You can have half term hour of play and making With Lego for Halloween, that's for children aged four and above, two pounds a child, redhill.library at surreycc.gov.uk, or you can pop into the library. So that's Tuesday between two and three, Thursday, 10.30 to 11.30 at Redhill Library. Stripey Stalk, well, I interviewed them in the week for a feature which is going to be coming up in a couple of weeks on the programme, but Stripey Stalks say have you booked your tickets yet to the Halloween afternoon tea party at Rygate Manor? Money from each ticket will be donated to us so we can continue to support families across Surrey and this looks great fun for their afternoon tea. As I say, it's at Rygate Manor and it's happening Monday the 23rd, all the way through I should say to Tuesday the 31st of October between 12 and 4. Get this for an adult's menu Three Eyed Fish and creep cheese rotten egg and cress Pig's trotter and whole grain mustard and toxic cheddar cheese and chutney, that afternoon tea for the adults £24 and for the kids, bats blood jam sandwiches, gooey mud spread, scones with eyeball jam and clotted cream and a selection of creepy sweets and cakes as well. Obviously, it's not exactly as I make out and indeed their publicity might suggest, but you can check out the details on the Stripey Stalk Facebook pages. Also happening this week, Thursday, we mentioned this last week as well, is the 17th Red Hill Beer Festival uh, on Thursday, Friday and Saturday at Merstham Village Hall. Uh, It's between 12 and 11 on Thursday, 12 and 11 on Friday and 12 and 6, brackets, while stocks last on Saturday the 28th. Tickets up to four pounds on the saturday it 's free and uh, over seventy beers, ciders, and perries. Also on Thursday, Merston Primary School for EGA Dance. They're suggesting that your kids will have the chance to explore various aspects of musical theatre, singing, dancing and acting. They say they'll have the opportunity to develop their performance skills while gaining confidence and self-expression. All the details via egadance.co.uk if you're interested in that. Also, there's a few spaces left at Brockham Arts Club for October half term Barbie themed workshop that sounds fun if uh, you're a child aged between 5 and 11 you may want to go along to that uh, their Halloween workshop incidentally is all sold out but they've still got spaces at time of recording for the October half term Barbie themed workshop various art and craft activities and lots of choice to spark your child's creative interest so you can go to Brockham Arts Club .co.uk if you want more details on that Uh, but essentially that is on next week as well so check out details for that one also Thursday 10 till 1 at Brockham Village Hall get ready to groove, twist and twirl in your scariest costumes as we learn some wicked dance moves yeah you'll learn how to perform thrilling choreography and also play games as well grab your broomsticks put on your best outfits and join us for a morning filled with spooky fun places are limited. Now, there's no mention of ages on the publicity that I saw, but it looks and sounds, doesn't it, as though it is for the little ones. I'm Peter Stewart. Thank you for listening today. Still to come, we've got our Planet Rygate stars. We've got some more news and big news from Rygate Police Station this week as well, and also about the Harlequin Theatre and there pantomime performance this year which isn't going to be at the Harlequin maybe you've heard about that maybe you haven't got details for you not too far away but first of all let's catch up with Natasha now she runs a business called Yoga Shala and she runs that out of Buckland Park and the lake area there a fantastic backdrop for her yoga events as we'll hear now on the Planet Rygate podcast
2: so I teach yoga Monday, Wednesday and Friday at Buckland Park Lake. And basically I run classes that are from beginners right up to strong vinyasa classes. We all gather here mainly on the lawn or in the forest or we've got a little building down there that we use if it's raining. And we, yeah, we, practice, we practice yoga, practice becoming mindful, present and start to move our bodies.
0: Very often I I kind of associate yoga with, you know, dusty church halls and things like that. Why are you doing it outside? What does that bring you?
2: So much of yoga is about how you feel. It's not necessarily just about moving your body. And being in nature really helps that feeling of connection. And I think people actually find it quite nice to come to a place where, you know, perhaps they might feel a bit uneasy about walking into a room, into a church hall, group of people, whereas the outside space, they just feel freer.
0: I guess looking at the nature fits in with the mindfulness, the relaxation as well.
2: Very much. I'm always doing mindful meditation at the end of the class, listening to sound of the birds, nature all around you and really getting into touch with that
0: the nights are drawing in we've already noticed that Mm -hmm. closing the curtains snuggling up how does that affect our whole kind of well-being not just with our 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 physical frame but also our minds as well Yeah. so
2: this time of year we're really looking at nature turning inwards and starting to nourish that energy in the summer it would be what's known as a yang energy you're doing lots of things you've made lots of plans in these coming months it's about sort of slowing down nurturing and really working inwards and it's about being present in that moment as well and realizing that these darker days do have an impact on our mental well-being
0: We hear about SAD, don't we? Seasonal affective disorder when you don't get enough sunlight. And obviously that's affecting your intake of vitamin D, isn't
2: it? Yeah, Yeah, correct. And um, we're just needing this kind of to keep the light within. In terms of yoga, we would look at the light is gone outside. We keep the light within by these practices, upping the ante with the meditation, with things that are good for our body, moving our body and um, awareness. Awareness that this is the human nature to be a little bit susceptible to feeling a little sad when we don't see the light.
0: And I guess also the problem is I use the phrase hunkering down and that could be the problem, isn't it? You want to close the curtains, close the door and, and, and watch TV and have a rug around you and a bowl of soup. Yeah. yeah. You're not moving much, is really what I'm saying. Potentially, no, and
2: we work to um against that as well. We work to you know move the body, but in a more gentle way, it doesn't necessarily always need to be jumping up and down and going crazy. And in yoga, you really look at that, um, flowing with the seasons and changing your practice slightly to accommodate.
0: So your group is called Yoga Shala, the yoga I get, but the Shala bit, what's that?
2: So Shala, I got this name from Yoga Shala in India, where a Shala is a place to go and practice yoga. And um, to me, that's what I was giving to these people. It's the place to come to feel safe and to practice and to learn about this ancient, beautiful practice.
0: And it is all about being safe, isn't it, I guess? It's being safe that you, you're not going to push your body so it hurts, but also it's safe with other people as well. Mm. First of all, that they trust yeah. you yeah. As, the, as, as the teacher, the trainer, the leader, mm-hmm. or whatever you like to call yourself, but also other people in the group as well. They feel as though it's a, it's a safe space to perhaps expose their body, not yeah. literally, mm-hmm. to expose what they're thinking and what they're doing, their practices, what yeah. they're wearing perhaps as well, yeah. their body shape.
2: Yeah, because it's vulnerable when you walk in that door. I've had so many people say to me, you are vulnerable, you kind of, you, you, you think, oh, many people have turned up to yoga classes before in the past. And they they say that they didn't feel comfortable. And I like to make everyone feel comfortable by... Teaching not just yoga on the mat. There's something you were talking about, um, not harming your body. So we work with um, the yamas and the niyamas. They're teaching us how to behave on and off of the mat. Um, Ahimsa is something that's it's it's non-violence, thought, word, and action. So you would always need to get into line with ahimsa when practicing yoga and when you leave. When someone cuts you up on the road, practice ahimsa. In The West, we've really been sold this idea that it's about the physical practice, about the asanas. I can't do yoga because I can't stand on one leg. It's nothing to do with that. Asana practice is one eighth of what yoga practice is. The others are meditation, how you're treating other people, because that has an impact on how your your own well-being. If you get cross with somebody who cuts you up on the road, you're not affecting them, you're affecting yourself. And this whole idea of kindness, love and compassion is yoga.
0: I tell you, that's really interesting. And of course, the more stress you get, that is affecting your body, really, isn't it? Because it's affecting everything from your your frame to your stomach, to your head, to your voice, to your breathing, to your heart. Gosh, there's quite a list there.
2: There's a huge list. Um, And uh, you have, in yoga, the parasympathetic nervous system we work with. So you have a reactive nervous system and you have... A calming nervous system, and we work to employ that calming nervous system. In today's world, everything's switched on all the time, and we don't realize we're just in overdrive the whole time. So it's important for us to show our bodies the way to calm down.
0: You tell me you never get frustrated. Never. Really? Never. Ask my
2: kids. I used to be a very angry person, I used to be very reactive. And I'd say the last three or four years, I haven't felt it. I genuinely haven't felt it.
0: Really? No. What but, but what about when you have this feeling of, I don't know, injustice, that, that someone's done you wrong deliberately and, 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 and you have lost out because of it? So Unfairly.
2: Yoga would teach you to look behind that person in the white as to how they got there in that situation.
0: But that doesn't help you, does it?
2: Absolutely. There's a oneness to everybody. There's an understanding
0: interesting stuff if you've been inspired by what natasha has been talking about you want to know more about it you want to come along here to the glorious buckland lake the sun is beginning to come out just as that helicopter flies overhead and uh, we can just see the lake from the our, our spot here in the picnic area if you want to come down and join natasha how do they get in touch with you
2: look at my website yogashala.club also i'm here on the buckland park website and on instagram Tasha.
1: Crack the Code, our weekly game for Surrey spies.
0: Well, every week on the Planet Rygate podcast, we send out our group of spies to see if they can crack the code, and you're welcome to join them as well. We give a clue as to where that code is, and then we invite you to write it down and to check back with us the next week to find out whether you've got the code correct. So... Do you remember the clues from last week? You don't? Well, if you don't, then go back and listen to last week's episode. But, uh, OK, now we've got some uh, code suggestions sent in for, for this week of what it is. So let's just punch it in and see whether we can open the massive safe this week. Zero, seven,
1: eight, six, five...
0: Yeah, so congratulations if you got last week's code correct, that was it. So if there's one from last week that's been solved, we need another one for this week to be solved next week, if you follow my drift. So, where have I been this week? Crack the code on the A25 heading out of Rygate into Godstone. We're just coming into uh, Nutfield and there's a uh, big sign on the left-hand side. Which says South Nutfield, you turn right. And Godston, you go straight ahead. Now there are three numbers on this sign. There's the A25 at the top, there's one mile at the bottom. But what is the number? in the middle no decimal points or anything like that so there's the a25 at the top there's the one mile at the bottom but what is the middle number on the sign on the left hand side which points to south nutfield to turn right as you just come in to nutfield that's this week's crack the code note it down i'll give you the answer next week on the planet reigate podcast Got quite a few news items to bring you this week on the Planet Rygate podcast. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Welcome to this week's show. By the way, if you haven't caught the last shows, then please do go back and listen to those as well. We've got all sorts of things which I'm sure will interest you, various guests various features and so on and also please do tell your friends as well if you're enjoying the show and ask them and suggest to them that they listen as well on the way we've got Jess from MCR now that's a group which supports gives advice mentors young people across the area because some young people even in our local schools don't have the very best start in life and if you feel as though you've done quite well there may be something that you can give them a bit of advice and support and help. On. details with Jess in a few moments time. First of all, let's look at our news items this week. Our hyperlocal weather incidentally coming in a few moments time on the Planet Rygate podcast. The show must go on. Yeah, the Harlequin Panto is going to be reinvented as a big top experience this year. Well, you've heard the reason why, of course, and that is because the Harlequins got that, some of that crumbly concrete that they found. So instead of the Panto going to be there, they're going to be putting up a big top tent in nearby Memorial Park and it's all going to be happening there as well so that's great stuff if you've got your tickets already for the building performance then they're going to be automatically transferred to the big top performance incidentally oh and also we hope to be talking a bit more to the staff and the crew about the Panto in the next few weeks, so listen out for that. And if you're wondering what it is, well, there's going to be 43 performances of Beauty and the Beast between the 8th and the 31st of December, and uh, if you want tickets, 01737 01737 Two seven six five hundred, or pop into the Harlequin Pop-Up, which is in the Belfry Shopping Centre on the first floor just by the lifts. So that's one of our top stories this week as far as news goes. We've also got some more news going on this week as far as Rygate Police Station goes. Details on that in a second. First of all, plans to redevelop the former Kimberley-Clark offices in Rygate have been approved. The new office building is going to be larger but have fewer car parking spaces so what are we talking about it's the building which is just by Reigate station actually officially it's 40 London Road you'll know it at the moment it's actually boarded up and uh, they're going to have 420 full-time equivalent jobs there and Reigate and Banstead's planning committee has said that despite all that number of jobs they're going to have 59 parking spaces the moment there are 87 Hmm, how does that work out? Well, they reckon that a lot of people are going to be travelling into Rygate to work at that building and coming via train, which of course is a hop, skip and jump. But if you're living in one of those local roads, particularly I'm thinking up York Road and areas like that, I should think that they're going to be potentially quite busy, people parking there instead. Also, planning application has been submitted to the change of use of the vacant church hall in Allingham Road in Rygate into a children's nursery for up to 65 children. So if you want details on either of those two stories, then you can go to rygate.uk... Also, let's tell you about how Rygate Police Station is closing. Not all of it, but certainly some departments, they found some of that reinforced autoclaved aerated concrete. You know, the kind of stuff. It's commonly called crumbly concrete. It's called rack as well. And they found it in parts of Rygate Police Station. They say health and safety of our officers, staff and visitors is, of course, of paramount importance. And they can't actually install those props, those vertical support systems used to support you know the the ceiling or the floor above so they've got to relocate teams and services elsewhere in the building and other police sites as well so that means that the public facing front counter of Rygate police stations going to be relocated from the 30th of October to Caterham police station so you'll still be able to go in there if you want to speak to an officer and report a crime in person Opening hours remain the same. Eight in the morning till ten at night, seven days a week. And also Rygate and Banstead's local neighbourhood policing teams who spend much of their time away from the police station, the guys that actually do the patrolling, responding to 999 emergency calls, they're going to actually stay at the police station and a couple of other units as well. It also means, ironically, that Mole Valley, who have their CCTV monitored by police in Rygate, won't get that done because that unit is going to be transferred as well. So there's going to be no one watching those live feeds, which obviously is a bit of a concern. So that's one of our other top stories this week on the Planet Rygate podcast. Here's another one from Rygate and Banstead Council. They say we've launched a £100,000 town centre vitality fund to help increase footfall and visitor experience in the boroughs, towns and villages. And if you want some more details of that, then you can check out rygate-banstead.gov.uk for more details. Rigations AFC have got brand new equipment from the house builder Cress Nicholson on behalf of the community at the nearby West Vale Park development in Hawley. Yeah, the volunteer-run football club Rigations AFC wouldn't be able to run without sponsors, they say. And the donation from the house builders means that the team, which was established in 1923, now has things like corner flags, match balls, net equipment and training bibs as well. This is an interesting one from Red Hill Library. They say, don't forget, you can come and borrow one of our trackers. These are the watch type trackers that'll monitor your steps, your sleep, your heart rate, and other things as well. And you can actually borrow them from Red Hill Library, which is really interesting. I might even do that myself. Also, the council says that work is due to start next week on the makeover of Ifold Park play area in Earlswood. They're going to be putting in a two-tower climbing frame, a wheelchair carousel, an agility trail, some of the play features coming soon, but it is going to be closed for three weeks while they actually do that. And sometimes we do job announcements. Staff are wanted to join the team at the Earlswood Lakes Café to work part-time only, weekends and the occasional weekday. You've got to have two years' experience in catering and a minimum of a Level 2 certificate in food and hygiene and also good customer skills as well. So if you think you could be the right person for the job, then check out their page, Earlswood Lakes Café, on Facebook and you could be serving up the teas and the coffees, and the chocolates, and some of their tasty food as well, in the not-too-distant future. Well, together with the news, often comes the weather, traditionally. And uh, just coming through now, from Professor Weather, exclusive to the Planet Rygate podcast. There you go, just... Right, what have we got here? So, uh, we've got here that we've recorded the earliest ever air frost locally it was last monday and it's also only the sixth time we've recorded an air frost in october says professor Weather. the latest record of the first air frost locally was back in 2022 and it was the 7th of december
1: the planet reigate podcast great stories from red hill
0: And Redhill, of course, the location of the Carrington School. And I went along there a short while ago, a couple of weeks ago now, to catch up with Jess. Now, Jess was speaking to me about how she wants to get some more adults involved with helping some young people. Now, these are the young people who perhaps haven't had the very best start in life. They might have had trouble at school, they might have had trouble with the police, they might have fallen into the wrong kind of groups, but also they may just be struggling with life, their own personal identity, and what they want from life in a career. They could be struggling a little bit with schoolwork, friends, relationships, parents. Does this ring a bell? Were you that person years ago? Have you now made something of yourself in your life and you want to give a little bit back? Here's Jess to tell us a little bit more about how you may be able to help some local youngsters who need someone just like you.
3: We um, identify children that are either on the edge of the care system or in the care system, or they are young people that have got instability in their home life. So they could be a young carer, they could be an asylum seeker, could be they suffered a bereavement. And we look for mentors to carefully match with those young people to unlock their talent and their potential and to um, make sure that they've got a, a clear pathway for what they're going to do post education.
0: A lot of people, perhaps from outside the area, may think that Surrey is, a, is a, almost a land of milk and honey. There's lots of money around, they forget that there are still some young people who are really struggling at home and with life
3: and particularly since the pandemic that actually we've all suffered a little bit from social isolation and from poor mental health and more than ever our young people are suffering but also you know it is that hidden harm that lots of people are struggling with different things and they don't have that trusted adult in their life to really champion them and give them that support so we want people from all walks of life so um, you've got to be at least 21 and have a dps checked but apart from that you've just got to be passionate have compassion and really care about a young person. Of course, every single young person is unique, so we want a really diverse community of mentors to match that particular young person because that relationship is really important to build trust and then champion that young person and give them um, the inspiration to, to really unlock their potential and to reach their potential.
0: Because originally I thought that you may be after somebody who's retired, somebody who's perhaps worked in business, that kind of thing, but actually you're saying that it could be another young person who's perhaps at university, who's got a different experience, who may be able to help give a little bit of advice.
3: Absolutely, yeah. So we've got people who have just graduated. We've got people that are potentially working part-time who have that hour a week that they can spare. You could be 21 up to... 101. We don't care. As long as you've got that ability to listen, um, those interpersonal skills, and you've got that compassion, and then we'd love to hear from you.
0: I'm a bit intrigued about where a leg up becomes support, becomes advice, becomes telling somebody what to do becomes mentorship, they all kind of merge into each other a little bit. There's a lot of grey area, but presumably you're not after an adult to come along and say to a young person, this is what you should do. There's a thin line, isn't there?
3: So first of all, we give really comprehensive training and there is ongoing support. So we have an in-school pathways coordinator that you can always call on. There are also online resources and opportunities for ongoing training. But we do give you very clear guidelines of what mentoring is. So you have to be able to listen to that young person And there's five different ways that you connect that young person. The first and foremost is building up rapport, having a relationship, having trust, and really that trust, is the gateway to um, opening their eyes to opportunities and really inspiring them. Every relationship is different, but the last stage is really getting them thinking about the next steps. What are they going to get out of their education? What are they aspiring to be? How are they going to get there?
0: This is happening in school, isn't it? You're not meeting outside, you're not going to a cafe, you're not taking them out or anything. They're not coming to your house.
3: No, absolutely not. No, it's all in school and that's for two reasons. It's for safeguarding, but it's also because it's going to be a safe and familiar environment for that young person. And as I said, we've got the school's pathways coordinator who will be on the hand to give you support if you need it.
0: And we're here at Carrington School in Redhill. How's it working here?
3: Yeah, so we're very new at Carrington School, um, but I've been absolutely astonished by the um, reaction from the local community. So we have identified young people to come on our programme I've been trying to recruit mentors and we've had a really positive response um, about 20 people of registered interest but of course we've got lots and lots of young people who are going through this program so we need more people with diverse backgrounds and experiences to come on board when we start mentoring them in a, a few weeks time
0: and then you try and match people with similar interests so someone absolutely. that perhaps is really into football or is really into into I don't know the, the, the outdoors then you're going to yep. be putting them together with a young person yeah. that likes that kind of stuff absolutely
3: too. yeah so the match is really important again for the, building that rapport and that trust.
0: So on the podcast today, we're really trying to appeal, I guess, to young people at Carrington School or indeed other schools in the Rygate, Redhill and Merstham areas if they think that they need a little bit of help, they need a little bit of a friendship, a bit of advice, a bit of a boost, that kind of thing, or maybe their parents or guardians do or also the adults looking at it from the other way if they want to volunteer Absolutely. so how do people get in touch if either they're a young person or they're an older person
3: yeah so if um, uh, a school is particularly interested in coming on board with a program so we'd love to hear from head teachers um, or deputy head teachers who would like to come on board but we again we want to hear from volunteers so anybody over 21 who will um, pass a dbs check and as has an hour a week that they can spare for a minimum of one academic year we would love to hear from you so we can match you with one of these- young people.
0: Finally, chess what difference does it make? How valuable is it?
3: Uh, a huge difference. So we measure impacts in different ways. It could be um, educational attainment. It might be post-education destination. So whether they're going on apprenticeships, going on to do A-levels, university. Or it could be that their school attendance has gone up. There's quantifiable evidence that our young people are also developing social skills, they have increased self-esteem. It really makes a difference, and it's a very simple formula, putting people together. But if you build up that rapport and that trust and you champion a young person, then they just fly, and that's what we're seeing.
0: It's great that you've brought this programme to Surrey. What are the young people telling you? I mean, I guess, kind of summing up they're just kind of saying someone's listened, someone's taking an interest in me.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I Sometimes they're resistant initially. Um, they're not sure why they're on the programme. But the demonstrable benefits are that they are feeling more confident. They suddenly feel that there's somebody that they trust and has belief in them.
0: We're here at Carrington School in Red Hill. You can hear all sorts of uh, young people uh, around us, a couple of hundred, I suppose, on their lunch break. a Bit of table tennis going on in the background. People... Hanging around, talking, and uh, and having a chat, and eating their sandwiches, and so on young people can be misunderstood can't
3: they absolutely yeah there's a lot of misconceptions and actually i'm a netball coach and that's what i do after my day job so in the evenings and young people can be hostile but quite often it's a lack of uh, self-esteem and it's anxiety and behind that sometimes that kind of hostile exterior is a really fragile person who just wants somebody to believe in them Um, and i see it often in my in my netball career i've had surprising feedback from the parents to say well this young person actually because you put faith in them and you encourage them we now see them doing better in school they're engaging with us more at home so yeah don't underestimate just engaging with a young person how much it can impact them and make a difference
1: email hello at the Planet Rygate podcast.com find out more at com, Leave a text or voice message on WhatsApp 07917 874, 07917 874 Follow us on Facebook The Planet Reigate Podcast Find us Subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast app. Support us at buymeacoffee.com slash theplanetreigatepodcast. Planet Reigate stars. Thanking local heroes who are out of this world.
0: And we've got a couple for you this week. First of all, from Becky, who says, Yesterday morning, so this was earlier on in the week, around 7.30am-ish, my 16-year-old son was on his way to Dawking when he came off his moped on the Woodhatch Road just past the Mill House. He went through a big diesel spill and lost the front end. There was a guy in a red van who stopped and helped him up and offered him any assistance, while everyone just drove round a kid on the floor with a moped on him. Just want to say a huge thank you to the guy in the red van who helped him. He came off unscathed, just a few bruises, shock, and his skin still intact because he had the correct motorbike gear on so thank you. And here's another one for you from Talitha, says a huge thank you to the man who was just walking down the road and helped the delivery of a tabletop. I don't think he realised what he was letting himself in for, helping us with it. Thank you so, so much. So there's a couple of items that we've seen on social media during the course of the week. If you have someone that you would like to say thank you to, then why don't you tell us direct? Hello at the planetrygatepodcast.com.
1: Planet Rygate is playing sports at Donnings and enjoying the theatre at the Harlequin. And this is the Planet Rygate podcast. Hidden Treasure on the Planet Rygate podcast
0: so as usual we'll end the show with a 60 second soundscape so this week we're going to be doing that and the sounds uninterrupted are actually going to be coming from lie so listen out for that in a few moments time also telling you about what's going to be in next week's show as well but before we go let's cross over to julie with this week's hidden treasure from the children's trust shop in bell street in Rygate
4: the weekly featured item will be in the shop window. So the bottom right hand corner, got a little poster against it as a plug. So if you fancy getting ahead of the game, why not come down on a Friday night and have a look? We open nine till five on Monday to Saturday and 10 to four on Sundays. This week's item then, it's a brass meditating Buddha. So quite significant piece to bring to any home weighing approximately four kilos so it stop the tablecloth flapping it's approximately 12 inches in height so this item needs a pride of place i would say now there's some markings on the base of the item but they do not betray it being um, from any particular producer however would say it's not vintage but maybe 80s 90s it has a very intricate headdress so very tactile item the Buddha is wearing a thin garment which is draped over the left hand shoulder it has a lovely trim to it and the Buddha is seated in the lotus meditating position so such a calming piece. the Buddha is holding an item a bowl lidded bowl in the left hand It has quite a significant substantial base, so this thing is not going to fall over in a a breeze or even a hurricane, I'd suggest. It has a lot more detail to the front of it and again has sort of raised decoration. So incredibly tactile. Now, when it comes to a Buddha, it's deemed an item that would bring peace and good luck to the recipient. So whether you want to um, make somebody's day or treat yourself this item is guaranteed to be calming. We're asking just £40 for this one-off piece. So hurry, come along to the Children's Trust at Rygate. If you can't capture this item because somebody's beaten you to it, there's plenty of other things that every purchase will
1: support children with brain injury. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast.
0: So thanks very much indeed, Planeteers, for listening to this week's episode of the Planet Rygate podcast. Very much appreciated. Thank you for being there. Don't forget to tell your friends, tell your workmates. Uh, make sure that you download all of the available episodes. Everything that we've done so far, including some of those pre-launch episodes, are still available via your favourite podcast app. So uh, listen often, download them all, tell your friends, spread the word, and also leave a review on your favourite podcast app as well. Thanks again to this week's guests, Natasha from Yoga Shala and also Jeff from MCR Pathways so who are we going to be hearing from in next week's episode well Marie is going to be up from the Rewind Wind Band.
1: They range from flutes, clarinets, saxophones. We've got brass because we're a concert wind band, so and percussion, which we're always in need of, drummers. Anybody that plays a wind instrument is able to come along. Even if you can play four notes, or you can play all of them, they all make that layer of music. We focus on like, different areas. So, for example, it's coming up to the festive season, mm. so we're going to be focusing on more festive music rather than some of the other pieces that we may have done. And people... People enjoy coming along to the rehearsals because they know that we're going to be doing a performance. Yeah, it's just to be involved in the community and musically in the community and people can kind of see what we do and maybe come and join us, you know.
0: And Mark is going to be my guest as well from Blinding Talent in Rygate. Who would have known that we'd have a, in, in Little World Rygate, that we'd have an international music marketing agency. But I used to drive through Rygate to go to Dawkin. What a lovely little town this is. I never really thought any more than that. I had a, look, a little look around and thought this is a lovely area. I'd just become very much part of the town actually and they have got other things you probably don't know about me is that Rygate Women FC I actually founded. All that and more in next week's episode of the Planet Rygate podcast again. Please remember to listen, subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends as well. And if you want to get in touch with us, maybe there's something that you want to have promoted on the area's hyper-local podcast, it's hello at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. I'm Peter Stewart. Thank you so much for the loan of your ears. And we'll leave you with this week's 60-second soundscape, which I mentioned a few moments ago, is from La and a light plane over lie on the Planet Rygate podcast. Have a great week.
1: The 60 Second Soundscape Local Natural Sounds Uninterrupted